Blog Talk Radio. I'm a cat for you. I'm a cat for you.
Girl, you earned it and you worth it. I want to welcome you, family, tonight to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. This is Vani, your sexual wellness coach, along with the lovely and beautiful. Z, hello, honey. <laughs> the beautiful and lovely Z, Alana. Hello, honey. Yes, yes, yes. Giving thanks, giving thanks, and thank you, my beautiful queen. I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast, and we want to welcome yes. you to another <laughs> beautiful night on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Hey, queen, how are you? Oh, I am fabulous and amazing, queen. It is another Friday evening. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous and amazing. Yes, yes, yes. What a a song that brings us in for tonight's show tonight. Yeah, because we got some topic tonight. Talk about women must pay dues, girl. You know, when I read that, I was like, say what? Say what? So um, after going a little bit further in Brother Ken's uh, blog, I was like, oh, okay, okay. It's, it's still some things I may not totally agree with, but but I got with the Brett, where the brother's coming from. So uh, earned oh, yeah. it is a beautiful way for us to segue into our topic tonight. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. And, um, and before we get started, um, for those that are new to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, again, I am Bonnie, sexual wellness coach, and the Lana is our beautiful and wonderful love enthusiast. And um, before we get started, we just start out with a disclaimer. Um, and this, the disclaimer is this, because this is normally throughout the week, the Family Healing Circle um, family, we have shows throughout the week that are a little bit um, more PG. This is an R-rated show, so this is a grown folks um, type of conversation, and especially tonight, we're going to get into some really um, heavy and provocative types of um, types of combos. So with that being said, we just like to let the fam know that if you have any young ones that are in the listening area, if you have the phone or if you're online and it's on um, speaker, we just want to advise you that you might want to go somewhere a little bit private because we're about to get heavy um, this evening. And then also, as I mentioned, I am a sexual wellness coach, and Zilana is our love and sex enthusiast. So with that being said, we are not medical doctors <laughs> or physicians. So um, anytime during the show, when we are speaking, um, about our experience and about our research, and you might like, hmm, I might want to try that. Well, before you do, go out there and swing on the chandeliers and, you know, do all that freaky, kinky stuff. We just advise you to be in communication with your primary care physician. Not saying that's going to be the case tonight, but we just like to put that out there. So did I get everything, Zilana? Uh, that's what I'm calling it, Zilana. <laughs> Yes, Zilana. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but this is going to be a hot one tonight, so we definitely want the kitties away. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, we every, we really want everybody to participate tonight because I know this subject tonight is bringing up some stuff. 
in us, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. whether we agree with what's happening or, you know, whatever it is. But we want to really have a good conversation. And I'm going to let you uh, introduce our brother. But this brother, he is bad to the bone, no holes barred, straight up no chaser. And that's what I love about him. <laughs> you know, that's what I love about him. So I'm going to turn it over to you let you introduce our guest tonight. All right, family. So tonight it is my honor and pleasure to bring this brother back to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. He um, was first brought to our attention um, about a month or so by the love goddess Janine Ingram from The Love Journey. And, wow, I mean, he rocked that show. And after that, both me and Z was like, we have to connect. We have to, you know, have this brother back on the show because we not only did we like the conversation, but we loved his energy and what he brings. So tonight we are welcoming the author and blogger, and he also spits, he's a hip-hop artist too, Ken Brisbane, the author of The Game is Soul Not Told. And tonight we're going to be talking about women must pay dues because he's talking about no more easy dick ladies, no more easy dick. Damn. All right. <laughs> yeah, we so, have to give a high five uh, on that one, you know. I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, wait, what we gonna hear what we're gonna hear, okay. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So um, without further ado, we bring to you Mr. Ken Brisbane, all the way from Arizona. Hey, Ken. What's happening? What's happening? How are you? What's going on? I'm, I'm Peace well. Peace and love. Ken. Peace and love. love. That's what's going on, my brother. Peace and love. <laughs> Good to have you here us, my brother. Peace and love to you, and welcome once again to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Thanks for having me. Y'all ready? Yes, yes, yes. We are ready. But, Ken, I want you to uh, uh, just tell the audience a little bit more about yourself, because uh, nobody can tell us about you like you. Right. Well, I'm uh, originally from upstate New York, Newburgh, New York. And uh, I'm a blogger, uh, the author of The Game is Sold, Not Told. And um, what I do is I spit the real. You know, I give you the perspective that makes you totally uncomfortable. I don't give you the educated answers. I give you the real answers. And tonight we're going to talk about a real perspective. We're going to talk about, you know, not giving that dick up for free and, you know, basically making women pay dues. So, yeah, I'm ready for that. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. So, can yeah. So, what influenced you to come up with this particular topic, this particular the blog? Well, I influenced myself because I spent right. many years. I spent many years being a whore. You know, I spent many years getting bodies, and I don't really have anything to show for my bodies. You know what I'm saying? So, a right. lot of us who grow up with self-esteem issues, so we'll sleep with anything that moves. So I know basically the majority of my life I was sleeping with anything that was moving. 
but it wasn't really benefiting me, though. I didn't have a return on investment for my time, for my energy. I was taking losses doing it. And then I wasn't the only one. A lot of my friends were also experiencing the same thing, and that was basically because no one nurtured us as children and taught us about our bodies and taught us about energy and just taught us about Mm -hmm. value, you know, so we didn't have any intrinsic value. So basically this sex was like a sport, you know, sex is dope as fuck. But at the same time, a lot of my bodies were from women that did not deserve my seed, though. So as as an evolving person, I look back at that and I notice that's a problem because a man's seed, that has value in it, if he has value. You know what I'm saying? So the, the women I was sleeping with was just a mirror of my own perspective, you know? Okay, okay, right, right. So when you were, you know, doing your thing and, um, like you said, you know, being a whore, you know, what types of what types of energy were you putting out? Because you know, you attract like energy. So what, like, what? Give me an example of, you know, what did that look like? It looks like bad yeah, luck. The club, yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah, it looks like bad luck. That's what it looks like. Bad it looks luck. like okay. bad luck. I was bad luck, okay. so I was attracting equally bad luck. So pretty much right. nothing would go right. So for many years, I was a dude with hella potential, mad potential. Mm-hmm. So if I was dating or people were interested in me, I could never evolve. So the people, the women were just dating potential. Like I see something mm-hmm. in this guy, but he's never arriving. Why can't he arrive? I couldn't arrive because... I had the stain of bad luck on me, you know. I had so much bad luck on me. So then I was laying down with women that equally have bad luck. So it's like a dog laying in its own shit, right? So I had that relationship with those particular women, and I couldn't couldn't level up. I didn't know what leveling up was. Again, it it was really to establish connection because if you don't have a connection in your household, then you're going to look for it in any way that you find it, you know. So I look for my connection through, through sexual contact. And the people that I was having sex uh-huh. with wasn't shit. So mm. I, was, I was starting with nothing and finished with nothing. There was never a return on investment for my behavior. So that's what influenced the blog of, you know what, women have to pay dues, you know. Women mm. have to basically bring something to the table to get the man's dick. But only if he thinks like that, though. Um, okay. So, yeah, to answer your question, I was just attracting bad luck. That's what it looked like. It looks a, a mess. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I wanted to say this. Um, you know, what you are saying sounds like something women have been saying all along, uh, you know, in the reverse. So what we have been saying is, you know, a man has to step up. He has to bring something to the table. He just can't come in here and think he's going to get some pussy, and, you know, and he ain't bringing nothing to the table. So where, where does that, um, you know, I, I know on your blog you talk about a woman said um, that, you know, she she didn't, um, Dick didn't mean anything, that she can get it for free, she can get it any time. And that's kind of what, you know, got this conversation brewing in you because you were seeing it, in the opposite, in in the opposite way, you saying the woman needs to bring something to the table. So, what is it that you see that women need to bring in order to get dick? 
Well, we both need to bring something to the table, but we we spend a, a long, uh, many years pretty much soaking up a woman's perspective about what it looks like when someone brings something to the table. But men don't really have the same standard, though. So what I think a woman needs to bring to the table, if nothing else, if nothing else, is a fucking positive attitude. That's, let's, let's just start at the basics, of, uh, at the core, uh, intrinsic right. value. I really deal with that word a lot to to have intrinsic value. If a girl got a fat ass or she got a cute face, that's pretty much a, all she needs for a man to sleep with her is a is a cute face and a cute physical form. But that doesn't say nothing about intrinsic value. Now I say what a woman should bring to the table is her skills. So if a woman is a great cook, that's what she brings to the table. And when I say great cook, I mean cooking shit that will not kill this nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I mean great quality food that'll empower him. You know, if a woman right. is, is is experienced in the world, that's what she brings to the table. It just cannot be pussy. And in some aspects, yeah, if she got bread, she bring that to the table too. Because the same way you tied into the church, if the body is the temple, that shit needs to be tied into too. So we all have to bring something to the table, but I'm just dealing with the men right now because we spent so much time talking about women having standards, but it never bled over to men, and that's a problem, mm-hmm. and that's why you have so many men having babies with women that they don't uh, want a child with, and, they, and it gets taken out of the child. That's why you have so many dysfunctional relationships because men have a habit of mating from the waist down and not the neck up, and that's a problem. hmm Right. Oh, wow. Hey, hey, else you say? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bonnie. No, I was just commenting because, um, you know, it just it seems it's a perpetual cycle that um that must be be broken because it seems as though you know if women if we're dealing with the stuff that we're dealing with and trying to get our stuff together and the men are dealing with their stuff and trying to get their stuff together, like where do we meet in the middle so that we can work together and have some cohesiveness? So I was just just pondering on that thought there. But what were you saying, Mrs. E? I can I, answer I, that. If, if he wants to respond mm-hmm. to that, that's a really good, uh, I'd love for him to respond mm-hmm. to that. Okay. Well, the way to that question, we meet in the middle with our gifts, not our flaws, mm-hmm. right? So it's our gifts right. that's going to take us to the next level. So even though men and women are constantly upgrading themselves and constantly evolving, still mm-hmm. in that evolving, we still have particular gifts, particular skills that we can meet halfway with, with each other. You know, so a lot of the time, the only thing we bring to the table, each other's table, is a flaw, right? So mm-hmm. because the man is so focused on getting the nut, it does not matter about um, the intrinsic value of the woman. So he's not even seeing her skill. All he can see is an ass and a pretty face, and that can be a flaw of hers, though, because that mm-hmm. shit right there have may have... Uh, created the spell of entitlement for her. So if she's an okay. entitled woman, then she's never going to get to where the hell she got to go in her life. If you notice, just briefly, that women that are less attractive, women that may have weight on them, typically have more shit than pretty girls. Why? 
because the pretty girl sometimes, a lot of the times, is entitled. Meanwhile, the less attractive woman, the bigger size woman, she got to get on her hustle and go get it, right? She got to make shit happen mm-hmm. because she can't rely on her looks, so she has to rely on other things, survival instincts, personality. She has to rely on her education, on her knowledge. Meanwhile, the prettier woman, she can rely on her beauty. But when that beauty fades or she starts getting older, it's another woman turning 18 every day, and men like younger women, that entitlement is going to be her curse. So when men give out free dick, it kills him and it kills her. Mm-hmm. Wow. I hear that. Um, hey, Sam, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ken, um, you talk about experience. Uh, in your blog, and you also say that the experiences that a man has been through cost him. He paid for it with trial and error, or he paid for it with his money. Either way, he paid for it. Women should pay him for his time. I really need you to talk about that. Okay, so for example, if, if Barack Obama, if Barack Obama was to allow a woman in his space, right? That shouldn't be for free because he just gained an extra experience from the last eight years, but also he's a college graduate. He's well-traveled, well-seasoned. She got to come to the table with something to extract that information from him because if I go to Duke University, they're going to make me pay. If I go to Harvard, they're going to make me pay, right? When you do a webinar or you do real estate classes, they're going to make you pay, right? So when a woman gets with a man, she don't got to pay no dues. She could just lay up under him. She could just get the game from him. Now what if she's not interested in staying with him? So she could drain this nigga for all the fucking game, then take it to another nigga? Nah. Now it's all women don't got money. But God damn it, whatever your thing is, you need to bring that to the table to improve my already great life. So if it's a man that has got his experience because of trial and error, that means he took losses. That means he's bumped his head. That means he's looked like a fool. That means he may have went to jail. That means he may have foreclosed on the house. That means he's had time alone because of his decision-making. So when he gets back on his feet, he would be a fool to give his energy to somebody that doesn't deserve it. Now, if his experience cost him, it works the same way because how did he get that money? How did he get the money to travel the world? It cost him. So he would be a fool to lay up, allow a woman to lay up under him and not pay no dues. Again, a woman is going to pay dues with her best skill. It just cannot be, oh, because you cool and you cute. It has to be bigger than that because his seed has value. So this is how we keep a compelling scoreboard when we play the game like this. It doesn't matter if you have sex in a day or two. It's not about that. It's about bringing more to the table, and it's about men thinking more of themselves to say, you know what, you're cute and all that, but what else do you have besides a big ass? Because after I come, I'm going to come to my senses. <laughs> after you come, you're going to come to your senses. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Pun, in, oh. pun intended, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. You know, I'm still caught up on this 
pay and do things. I, I I get what you're saying. You know, you want someone if you've done all these things, you've gone to Harvard. You you want someone that's your equal. You know, they've had just mm-hmm. as much. They've had to go through the rounds. They've had to, you know, and they're bringing. If you make it a hundred grand, you want somebody that's you know as equal pretty much to you. You know, you you don't want somebody that's you know getting a check every month from from social social services. I get that. So so you you say that a man devalues himself if he isn't, uh, you know, dating someone or being in a relationship with someone that is pretty much his equal. He devalues his experiences, and he devalues himself. Most definitely. And now, look, if I'm a millionaire, not necessarily saying I need to mate with a millionaire woman, but she has to have a millionaire mind. Okay. So. When we talk about equal, equal necessarily doesn't mean having the same shit as us, but you definitely have to be equal in my frequency, though. So I can be driving a Bentley, you can be driving a Honda. That does not mean we're not equal. That just means I like the Bentley and you like the Honda, right? So it's a little deeper than money, right? So the average woman could come out the house on a laundry day with her head wrapped, she ain't got to be looking cute. She ain't got to be doing anything special, and a man will sell his soul to have sex with her. Hmm. You know, he 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 will he will he will sell his soul just to have sex with the woman. Why? Why? Because she's a woman. So he loses his mind because because his nuts. He hasn't he hasn't squared away his nutsack. So his nuts is going to allow him to lay up with a woman, and he can only see her on a physical level. He doesn't know what how she's vibrating. Right, so we definitely got to be equal in terms of energy exchange because that's what sex is—is energy swap. Right, so when it's over, I take you with me, and vice versa. So I have your dreams, I have your fears, I have your ambitions. I have now slept with every man you ever slept with. So now I have their dreams, I have their fears, I have everything. You know what I'm saying? So we don't have to be necessarily materially equal, but we do have to be intrinsically equal because sex is a form of communication. And I know this based on trial and error because my bodies are high as hell. And I've had a sex Mm -hmm. life a lot of men would be jealous of. And I don't have a return on investment for all the fucking I was doing. So if I can tell Mm -hmm. an 18-year-old, listen, Pussy's a good thing. It's great. It's phenomenal. But at the same time, you want to get a return on investment for the shit that you do. And that's what life is about. It's about reciprocity, you know? Mm, return, what, on investment. return on yeah, investment. Return on investment. Yeah, we're going to hold it right there. We're going we're gonna to get back to that. We're getting close to the top of the hour, fam. So we're going to go into a quick commercial and a song. And then when we get back, on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Kim, we want to talk some more about this return on investment situation, okay? Okay, cool. All right. So, again, this is Bonnie, your love on Love, Sex, and Nutrition, along with... I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast, and we're going to be right back, family. Don't go anywhere. See, there you go with all that sexiness. All right, man, we will be right back. 
as soon as I find this commercial. All right, here we go. And Break the cycle of mediocrity. Did you know that most people don't like waking up to an alarm clock every morning? How would you like to make a full-time income working part-time from home? The largest percent of people who make six-figure or more do it from a home-based business. You can design your own future with a company that is fun, fast, friendly, and rewarding. The Limu Company is new to the Baltimore area, looking for a few good men and women. If you are a leader and you're sick and tired of the Monday to Friday 9 to 5 grind, if you want to set your own schedule and pay, contact Gloria at 443-326-1943. That's 443-326-1943 or email gleach7 at verizon.net. That's gleach7 at verizon.net. I'll see you at the top. about, um, you keep talking about, you know, the return of the, the investment, you know, you did all this 
stuck in and, you know, and, and all these have these different experiences. And here you are today saying that you had no return of investment from these experiences. Right. If you can, right. you know, let's talk about that. Well, when you think about it, the sex costs you. So either you, if you're a drinker, you're buying liquor. If you have, if you like hotels, you go into hotels, gas, things men do to get the pussy. Leading up to the pussy, he has came out his pocket for so much, right, for a woman that he's not even really going to rock with. It may be a one-night stand. They may date for three weeks, right? But that was the same amount of money. I don't give a damn what it was. He could have used that money or that time to invest back into himself, right? Even if it was $75, that's $75 he could have started an LLC with. That's $75 he could have went to the gym with. That's $75 mm-hmm. he could have started his website or something. Now, he spent the $75 on the pussy. What does he have to mm-hmm. show for the $75? What, what mm-hmm. does he have to show for fucking all the women? I know because I have a body count that is out of this world, right? And if I got $10 for all that shit, I would have a Maserati, okay? So not only does he waste so much money, he wastes energy. Now, it's deeper than this. The, the, it's deeper than the, the material. It's about the energy exchange because if nothing else, I'm going to keep going back to this, you should, your investment or your return on investment should be amazing fucking energy, right? right. You should be sleeping right. with a woman that is high-powered, high-frequency, mm. that, 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 that hits you up and be like, bro, you know, I, I know you're a singer. Matter of fact, my, my, my friend is Clive Davis, or I know you like to travel. You know what? Here's a, here's a plug on traveling around the world. Whatever it is, it just can't be pussy at that at this point in 2016. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. our carnal moments where we want to get it in. I understand that, but we shouldn't slum though. It shouldn't slum. Many times men have plush cribs and they go to a woman's house and sleep with a woman and don't even keep a fucking crib the right way. You hop in a car with her, she got shit all on the floor. It's not right because guess what? We don't expect women to do that. And when women do that, they're selling their fucking soul too. So I'm talking about leveling up for everybody. If your crib right. is fire, when you go over to mm-hmm. her crib, you got to keep her shit fire. It don't got to be as big as yours. Her car doesn't have to be like yours. But how does she keep the shit that she has? That's based on frequency. That's based on energy right. because how you feel mm-hmm. about yourself on the inside is going to materialize in the physical. So now when you're laying down with this woman, this is what you have on you. So now if you're having sex with her, the pussy's fire, but what you don't know is you done created an environment of bad luck because she's a bad luck woman. Now you have that on you. Is bad luck a good return on investment? Ladies, you can answer that. And I would have to say no, it is not a good return on investment. No, not in my opinion. It is not a good return mm-hmm. on investment at all. <laughs> right. And I, I like I, I like how you you know how you talked about the the energy exchange. You know because initially with reading the title and the title pulls you in, it, it does that. It, it draws you in and intrigues you. It's so like what what the fuck is he talking about? I'll pay dues. You know. So I like that. You know what you're saying is 
is not just about the physical, you know, it is a lot with it's the, the energy exchange. And as women, you know, and, and on this platform on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, we've had conversations where we've talked about sex. Um, we talk about sex in the holistic and spiritual sense and, and the energy, which is transmuted, you know, from this and as women through our experience where we talk about how we have to do the work because when we've been in relationships that have been energy draining or toxic, you know, it's some work that has to be done to replenish that energy so that we can go back in the world and attract that that love that we so much want and really deserve and get a good right. return on investment as well. Right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, why why is it okay Right for women to have standards, but it's not okay for a man to have standards. If a man has yeah. standards, shallow, he's pimp, right? He's an asshole, mm-hmm. right? If a man says mm-hmm. my dick ain't free, you got to give me something in return. It's oh, this brother's dumb. Oh, you you. So the woman is the prize. There's some saying where um, some people say if a man says what does the woman bring to the table, and then some women are like mm-hmm. I am the table. That's entitlement. <laughs> That's fucking entitlement. What makes her in a fucking table? Where has she been? What stamps on the passport she has? Who does she know? What is what is her human capital, her survival ability? Can I drop her in Oregon and she survives? What makes her the fucking table? A ass? Mm. A pretty face? What makes her the table? Mm. You know what I'm saying? But when we right. talk about these things, it's like everyone runs and scatters. Like, how dare a man talk like that? You're not a. What is? What am I misogynist? Is this patriarchy because a woman should bring some shit to the table, so we can keep a compelling scoreboard and keep each other's status up? Really? That's patriarchy. That's misogyny. So it's oh, it's totally okay for men to bust their ass, get the money, get the house. Get everything, right? Put his life on the line in some instances for money, right? Slave for the paper. Just to lay up with a woman that only has pussy as a contribution? That's okay? Is that what we would tell our son? Mm. Really? Yeah, because that's sure not what we're telling us other our daughters. Yeah, so, we're, we're actually I mean, saying the same thing, you know. When yeah. you know, and, and you know, it's just it's unusual, Ken. This subject mm-hmm. that you're bringing up, it's not something that I've ever really heard before. Um, at least not in this way that you're presenting them. But even you know, like I said before, women have been saying this all the time. I'm not just going to sleep with any guy. I don't care how good looking he is. I don't care what he got between it. But I'm I have value within myself. And I'm gonna, and I want to have someone that has equal value, with, like you said, Vonnie, vibrationally, you know. And so, when we're having this conversation, talking about that men have standards too, well, absolutely, men are supposed to have standards. We together are, ought to be having standards and valuing ourselves. And and that's one of the things that I want to ask you about. You said men have no value in the world. I I mean, do you really believe that men have no value in the world? 
Yes, the only men that have value are gay men. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. you know you don't. Yeah, you know you got to. You, know, <laughs> you really got to yes. tell me about that. Yes, heterosexual men have no value right now. There is nothing for a heterosexual man. You don't. You don't get any reward for being heterosexual. The way you talk, if you talk firm, they want you to be more gentle, right? If you, especially mm-hmm. if you're melanated. When you walk in the room, you got to make everybody feel comfortable immediately because you are threatening, right? When you go outside, look at all your retailers. They're not heterosexual men, and I'm not banging on gay people. However, when you are a heterosexual male, it is a threat to you. You're looked at as a threat. We, for the last 10, 20 years, have been watching women on talk shows just talk about how horrible men is. It's horrible to be a man, right? Straight horrible. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't believe men have any value at all, heterosexual men, whatsoever. It's so what you're saying to me, to us, and to everyone is that you have no value. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, so tell me about that. Because you're saying men, you're a man, yeah. okay, yeah. you're saying heterosexual. I, I'm yeah. assuming that is true for you. So mm-hmm. what? how is you saying no, so how are you – putting yourself in a different category than these other men that you're talking about. I had to give myself value. The society didn't give value me. I had to I okay. had to wake myself up and tell myself that I was the shit, that I'm that dude. Mm-hmm. I had to raise myself out the grave because society puts you in the grave as soon as you're born as a man. It's all about giving your energy to other things. What does a, what's, what does a man get? What is exclusively for a man? There is nothing, right? So the, the, the pendulum has swung. So now where if you are heterosexual male, black at that, but if you are masculine, uh, if you are masculine, it's a threat on you. It, it really is a threat on you. So even this conversation that we're having, why people were so shocked, it was how dare a man tell a woman she got to bring something to the table besides pussy. The only someone... Mm-hmm. Only people that don't value men would think like that. But if I, if a woman says a man has to bring something to the table, she is within bounds because she's looked at to having value. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in the world, people say this, no woman, no kids, right? No women, no kids. If women hop out the car and they got a flat tire, people going to pull over, right or wrong. How long is she going to be out there? No, she'll be. She'll get the help that she needs. She will a man. How long he gonna be out there? Because you automatically look at him as a threat. Oh, he could be crazy, right? He could do something to me, right? Because of, because the image of a man has been fucked up. Mm-hmm. So Doctor Phil, Oprah, Ricky Lake, Jenny Jones, those shows for the last twenty years was destroying how men look. My husband beats me. He cheats on me. Does this do 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 do? Now we have reached a point where the only men that have value are gay men. Gay men are not finna get shot by the police. You can, I, I bet that it's only men that represent any kind of masculine energy. Masculine doesn't necessarily okay. mean men. It's just an energy, right? So when we're having this conversation and people are blown away that I'm like, yeah, a woman got to bring something to the table besides pussy because I, mm-hmm. as a melanated man, feel like I got fucking value. 
I feel like I'm Caesar. I feel like the emperor. When Ali said he was the greatest, everyone was like, how dare you? Men are not supposed to talk like that. Men have to be always meek and humble. If you are great, mm. you're not allowed to say it, right? While women have a platform where she can be whatever. I'm every woman. Shaka Khan, right? Well, it's okay. Women have a lane, and that's great. But men don't have the same lane. So men having mm-hmm. standards is ba- men not having standards is based on society already conditions you or structures you to have no fucking value whatsoever. And the only time he even gets value in society standards is when he gets bread. He could be a straight sucker or a straight lame. He could be a snitch. He could be a fuckboy. It doesn't matter as long as he has bread. And if he has bread, mm. now his manhood is is validated. But if he has no money, it's a, it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? It's a wrap. And that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Because a man, a man, a man is should be based on his intrinsic value, his intrinsic mm. value, not 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 the shit on the outside. So that's what okay. I'm saying now. Women must pay dues. All right, all right. I love 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 this conversation, and we actually have whew, the uh, we have a caller um, that wants to chime in in the conversation. And before I let the caller in, Z, did you have anything that you wanted to say? No, um, I think we can go uh, go on with our caller, but I, I do want uh, Ken to be ready for this next question that I'm going to come up with. And, um, okay. And I'm, so uh, I'm going to ask you, Ken, about the uh, list of women that don't deserve dick. So we're going to come back to that. But let's get our caller we'll in. And that. That. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, all right, so uh, Sam, I'm about to bring a caller, Eric code 410-599. I want to welcome you to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. If you can state your name and where you're calling from, welcome. And this is Deborah. How y'all doing? Peace yeah. and blessings, Queen. Good to hear thank you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, really, I. oh, my goodness, this is absolute rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Come on with it, sis. Come on with it, girl. I, 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 that's exactly what I was thinking when I when I read the the title of the show. I was like, really, really, we have come to this. I've got to pay dues for the dick. Oh no, oh no, absolutely not. Um, and then I went and did a little bit of a. Reading. I didn't get to read every word of the blog, but I read enough for me to have a bit of a change of heart around this topic. And listening to you, Ken, of course, I actually have been saying this for years, uh, that so many men, and there's much I can say, and I'm going to try to be brief, but there's, there are so many men who have wasted a lot of their energy and time and resources on chasing pussy. And there comes a time, I mean, they just chase, like you said, anything moving. And you can see these men. I mean, they they just, uh, many of them are scattered or they are just at some point, they get to a point in their life where it's like, what have I done with my time and my energy and they lack focus, et cetera, et cetera. 
So I agree with you, actually. I actually agree with you in many ways that, yeah, yeah, women, uh, I don't agree with the terminology pay dues. Uh, I think you're being provocative, or maybe not, but I don't agree with that, that they have to pay dues. But I think that the reason why we have a lot of children uh, who are the product of people who don't even like each other, don't even know each other, is because people, men and women, are sleeping with each other, and all it is is a sexual attraction. All it is is for the moment people are having babies with people they just met and they don't know them. And so clearly somebody, the man and the woman, are saying, oh, let's just go and have some sex here, and never mind that I'm fertile, and never mind I can get pregnant, and never mind that I don't know you, and never mind that you are crazy. And then they have children, and they can't get along. They don't even know each other. So there's a lot of truth to what you're saying. Now, I do disagree, though, that this is across the board, because I think that there are some men out there who they ain't going to sleep with just any woman, right, that they may be in the minority. And sometimes I wonder what you're saying, whether or not you're talking about a particular group of men. Uh, when I think about men, uh, not you know, if I think about African-American men, I think that's, Sadly, because of the uh, a lot of African American men feel locked out of the mainstream and the um, success, uh, you know, corporate world and all of that, and even being entrepreneurs, some a lot of African American men don't feel as confident about uh, taking that path. So what they do is they try to find value, satisfaction, pleasure through pussy. So they will chase the pussy. But now, I have to say this also, because when we think about Bill Clinton, we think about any man who has power, white, black, whatever, and he will have sex with a woman who is not, um, that could bring him down, so to speak. He's doing the same thing. So Men don't value their dingling. I mean, I don't know why the word came. I didn't use the word. It was a short phrase. But there's something about that thing dangling out there. A lot of men just see it as it's like an arm. I really, it doesn't matter what I do with it. It's like an arm. Stick it here, mm-hmm. stick it there. And so the man who values his penis, the man who values his dick, is more valuable man. He's a more valuable man in my eyes today. Because mm-hmm. he has a certain, right. he has a certain uh, aura and a certain way of being in the world. Uh, he because when you think about how he's using his time, even he's not using mm-hmm. his time chasing women. He's naturally going to be more compelling and more valuable because he's just not going to be wasting his time and his energy. So I initially thought, yeah, I, well, I, I, I don't agree. I'm not paying no dues for the dick. And and the truth be told, there are going to be a whole lot of men out there who just ain't going to agree with you, and they're going to get their moments of satisfaction from anybody. You know, the woman could come into the bar with her slippers on, and they're going home with her. They're going to take her home because they let their little head control them versus their big head, and that's how it's going to be. And like you said, it's not the woman's fault. It's the man's fault. But I would just thought you were just a little bit out there and a little bit crazy at first. But the more you break it down, it makes a lot of sense. Because you see the most successful man, when I say successful, I'm not even talking about 
in terms of a whole bunch of money, but the man mm-hmm. who has integrity, the man who has um, a sense of um, purpose and, and confidence, that man is not driven by his small head. So, all right. Thanks. I mean, really, really good conversation. Hey, and listen, B, I just want to say uh, a, a couple of things I want to agree with you on. And one of them is that there are men who do value themselves and are not going to sleep around with just anybody. And I think I remember sharing this one time before when Michael um, Bazin, when he did his radio show, and he was talking about, you know, the kind of woman that he has to have in his life. You know, and she's got to have this, and she's got to have that, and she's got to be this kind of, and she's got to have class, and, you know, all those things. So I absolutely do believe that there are men who do have that value uh, intrinsically. I don't, maybe they were taught, you know, in their home. Maybe they had fathers that taught them how to value themselves. But I will say this. Their little boys have been taught that their dick rules from the age of four five, maybe three, because they were taught that that you go out, get as much as you want, that's what it's all about, You and they and that was their thing, that was their manhood. This is your manhood, and this is what makes you great. You go out and get all, you know, get all the little girls and round them up and then go get, go get the grown women. And men, little boys have been taught that for years. I don't know, you know, a lot of what they're being taught today because some some of them don't have men teaching them anyway, anything. And so maybe they're learning it in the street. But I don't, but I do know when we were coming up as little kids, that's what boys were told. This is your dick rules, and that's probably. And, but you you make a uh, you make an important point when they're using their penis that way. It's about getting. The unfortunate thing is that if you feel like you're getting a woman, you're getting pussy for free, you know, let's say a man who has, uh, he he has established himself or he has something going for himself, but then, you know, I'm thinking for some reason Kobe Bryant comes to mind because I've been, I heard something about him recently, but then you, you got you got all this going for you, but then you have sex with this one and that one and this one and that one, even though you got a wife over here and but society really supports men in doing that. Really, men are encouraged to do that. And guess what? They're not. They're they're taking. They're not giving anything. They're taking. So they see their penis as a to me is like a weapon of mass destruction. And I'm going to conquer you. I'm gonna take what I want. And it ain't about giving her anything. But however, if you can produce a baby, then what you get, what happens is a lot of that's why some of the ball players they end up with the babies scattered around. Because the women is like, okay, they want to get them. They may, you know, want to get pregnant by an NBA star so that they can get that child support or whatever. So, and Ken mm-hmm. is right that if, if a man really wants to, if he values himself, he wouldn't even do that, just all loosey-goosey. Right. Can I, mm, mm-hmm. let, me, let me say this. Um, no, not all men are pushed towards pussy conquest. Right, only particular men are really pushed towards pussy conquest. It's really men that are uh, melanated and come from fucked up economic backgrounds. Because the thing about a man is he's going to push in some area, right? Because of testosterone. So when you, you typically it's it's about expansion for a man. But 
we come up under a system where they want the melanated man to push only in pussy because if he transmuted that shit into other things like building skyscrapers right. or building dams or tech companies, it would be different mm-hmm. because that's that same billionaire, he has a pussy thirst too, but that's not his primary thing, right? So a man mm-hmm. is going to push in a particular direction and is usually for conquest, expansion, hunting, killing. That's what the fuck a man is. We have new men where he's structured differently and it's about his feelings or whatever. That's just the last 80, uh, 80 to 100 years of evolution of empathy. But typically a man is wretched. You don't read historical documents of kind men. Men were about conquest, right? And pussy was a byproduct. The problem is men that look like me, because we've been locked out of access to capital and a ceiling has been created with so-called black culture, that that man is not, uh, hasn't been programmed to chase greatness. And that comes with a return on investment. Instead, it's programmed because of you can go uh, uh, him being a buck, a breeding machine. So his, his intelligence and his urge and his wherewithal only rest in pussy chasing. But it's the, the man that chases pussy is no different than the man that wants to build a skyscraper in Vegas. It's the same urge. The difference is they're hardwired differently. Now, another point that was made about some men, um, a, lot, a lot of men don't sleep with anything. Now, I got to be fair. A lot of men don't even have swag and pussy options. Because if they did, they would move on it. The only, re- the only way you don't sleep with anything is if you know the science of manhood. Now, if someone has taught you the science of manhood, the skill set of being a man, then you may curb your sexual desire and transmute that energy into something that can produce tangible results. But the majority of men that might say, I don't sleep with anything, all I got to do is look at the man and say, man, you don't even be around you don't even be around so uh, certain types of women. So your 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 narrative is based on the fact that you don't even have access to women. So I can only listen to that from a man that is in has access to women. If Floyd Mayweather says he don't sleep with anything, I can respect his opinion because he's in a position where he can. But these other guys that want to say some shit like that to try to make themselves look good, all I got to do is look at the man, and he doesn't have even uh, any kind of swag to put himself in a position to be around women like that. So I respect it from the man that has capital, that has power, and he says, you know what, I'm picky in the women I sleep with. His opinion is more valid than a dude that works at a post office, and he doesn't even be around women like that. So I just wanted to make that point to level the playing field. Well, all right. All right. Well, um, <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. So, I, I, again, this conversation, I, we knew this conversation was going to be hot, and it's a conversation that um, that needs to be had um, between amongst men and women. And, um, again, you are listening to Let's Talk Love and nutrition. And Z, we're gonna um we're gonna go to a quick commercial and we see that we have another caller that's on the line. So when we come back after the commercial break, we're gonna bring the caller on and we're gonna keep this conversation going. All right. So again this is a Let's Talk Love, Sex and Nutrition. And I am Bonnie, your love and oh look Z, I was about to say love and sex enthusiast. <laughs> 
Well, I know you're that. Right. <laughs> yes, I am that too. But I am also your sexual wellness coach, along with. And I am the, I am your love and sex enthusiast, and we are going to be right back. Yes, she is. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we inspire awareness, manifesting, motivating, and educating every day. On Sundays, it's Make Me Feel It Radio with Stacey Ferguson. This show is starting a movement as it seeks to inspire people to grow and change the world through personal and financial development. On Mondays, is Totally Whole with Pastor Cook and Dr. Maxine. This show addresses issues related to spirituality and mental health. On Tuesdays, it's Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show will help you get your money right and your financial house in order. On Wednesdays, it's the RN Perspective with our own RN, Stacey Lamore. Change the way you think about health by understanding the connection you have with all things and how your habits affect your health. Learn to heal holistically. On Thursdays, it's four weeks, four different shows. Five weeks, five different shows. The first Thursday of the month is Total Empowerment, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out with Angela Hardy. The second Thursday of the month is One Love, One Connection, One Us. Turn your relationship into a spiritual union with Reverend Arlene Cahet and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. The third Thursday of the month is the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam, a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. The fourth Thursday of the month is the Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. This show explores the inner world of our mind and gives advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. The fifth Thursday of the month is Healing Paradigms with Reverend Arlene Cahat, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. On Fridays, it's Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. It's sexual health and fitness like you've never heard it before with Vondria Walters and Zakia Lana. A family healing circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. every day. And now you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Family Healing Circle Media. Family Healing Circle, healing in mind, body, and soul. All right, family, we want to welcome you back to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. And whew, oh, I'm over here fanning myself because I'm trying to cool down because it is hot. We are having some good grown folk conversation tonight. Yes, I said grown folk conversation tonight on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, where tonight we have Ken Brisbane from The Game is Sold, Not Told, and we are talking about um, No More Easy Dick and why, you know, we need to even out the playing field when it comes to this. And women, you know, it's time for us to level up where, you know, it's not just about us bringing pussy to the table. We got to come with some bennies, so benefits. <laughs> so um, before our break, I mentioned that we do have a caller that's on the line, and we just want to also remind the fam that you are welcome to chime in on the conversation as well by pressing the number one on your dial pad. And uh, we're going to bring you in caller area code 301 I'm sorry, 659, if you can state where you're calling from 
and your name, and welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> we have another caller that we're going to bring in on the line. And It'll perhaps, Carl, you didn't know. It will bring you back again. Uh, this is Vonnie on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. And we are talking with Ken Brisbane. And we're about to bring in another caller with area code 469579. We want to welcome you to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. This is Vonnie. If you can state where you're calling from in your name. Hello. 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 Yeah, um, you're on the show. Did you have a question or comment for us? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. My okay. name is Seth, uh, by the way. I'm uh, coming from Dallas, Texas. Um, just okay. you know, speaking on speaking on values and morals or whatever. I feel like you know it all comes from home. As far as being right, raised right. up and brought up, you know what I'm saying. You know, I, I feel like some. Parents sugarcoat a lot of things to their kids as far as telling them, you know, especially the females, use what you got to get what you, you know what I'm saying, to get what you want. And as far as the, the boys being brought up, you know, I always treat a woman, you know, as if, you know, uh, uh, put a female up on a pedestal, you know what I'm saying? But just like what my man has said, you know, you got to actually go through that, the trials and tribulations growing up. You got to actually mm-hmm. go through that to understand that, you know, okay, well, this is the reality of it. This is real. You know, I wonder why my mama ain't tell me this when I was little growing on up because I was told to, you know, lay my jacket out over a puddle of water anytime a woman crosses the street, you know. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. so, so, you know, I feel like, you know, you know, sex is only for entertainment, you know. I feel like if you mm-hmm. sit down and actually get to know who you're dealing with, you know, Give it time, because everything, everything takes time. That's how I feel. I feel like everything comes from home, though, you know. So as far as values and morals, you know, all that, all that comes with knowledge, you know. All right, Carla. We want to thank you for um, for calling in tonight. Um, did you have any questions or anything for for us or, or Ken this evening? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't. No, okay. Right. No, no, I don't. All right. But I will be tuning uh, in. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, my brother, for for sharing your thoughts with us tonight. We appreciate you. And, you know, I just want to say, I do want to say thank you for bringing that up because, you know, family, it really all does start in the home. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's all about how we raise our children. It's all about our value system and what we instill. Still in our and our young ones, you know, and it comes from gen. It's generation after generation, and Ken talked about that earlier. You know, it is generational, and we can begin now in in really instilling what a value is in mm-hmm. our children. What what are we naming valuable? How are we seeing mm-hmm. ourselves as valuable? How do we teach mm-hmm. our children, our young boys, and our young girls? to value themselves so that when they are of the age where they are 
Robert being sexually active or taking on relationships and all of that, that they are knowing, first of all, the value in themselves and then looking for the value in those that they are relating with. So thank you, my brother. I appreciate you sharing that, and it truly is um, that there is the beginning family. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I like what, um, you know, Kim was saying is programming our children, programming our, our our boys, our girls, to greatness um, and, and shifting the paradigm. And we're going to talk about that um, towards the end of the show. Like, what does that look like? How do, you know, we're, we're having a good conversation and we're talking about, you know, this and that. But, you know, what are some solutions to this so that we can stop this generational curse so that we can heal, so that we can have relationships that are thriving and, and, and surviving, you know, and all these wonderful different things. So um, we're, we're definitely going to touch on that. We have a, um, another call. We're going to bring that well, caller back in. And a, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, that. Um, you want to say, honey? No, I was just going to say that the other caller was ready to come back. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm bringing them in right now. Hello. Peace. Welcome to Let's Talk, Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Peace. Can you all hear me? Yes, if you can state your name and where you're calling from, welcome. Khadija. Hey, hey Khadija. Peace. How are you? Awesome, awesome. This is so refreshing. This is so refreshing. I don't have a question because, in my opinion, the brother is spot on about everything that he is talking about. I think um, bringing back balance to... Um, in the society, especially with our black men, and bringing the conversation up to the level of them valuing what they have in their pants, just like we heard as we were growing up, to value what we had in our pants. But more more than that, value value all of you. And not just want to share yourself out here just to be sharing yourself um, mm-hmm. without any purpose, without any aim, Um I'm in the amen corner, but I just wanted to um, add that and just say, brother, keep doing what you're doing. Keep sharing what you're sharing. You're going to do that anyway. <laughs> um, but um, I just want you to know people are listening. And um, as a mother of three daughters and two sons, they need to hear this conversation. We need to have this conversation. So that's my uh, contribution to tonight's show. Thank you so much, and um, I'm complete. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, beautiful queen. We appreciate you so much. And, uh, you know, you're doing a fantastic job in, in raising your young people. And, I, and I'm and i in agreement with you. Young people, especially teenagers, really need to be hearing conversations like this because this is when they start, you know, deciding what they're going to be doing with their lives and who they're going to be in relationship with and what they think and feel about themselves. So, um, thank you. I, I mean, I know we have a lot of words in here, so uh, you may want to tone it down a little bit for them. But you know, that's entirely up to you. So, thank you so much. Peace. Um, can I jump in real quick? Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, yeah, it does start at the home. It's bigger than that, though, right? Because you got a lot of homes with people in them, and they're game goofy, right? Mm-hmm. So just because right. two parents are together don't mean the child is sharp. So you have a lot mm-hmm. of homes 
with people, with men in them, women in them, and they're together, but they're game goofy. It's about science. That's what it's about. It's about science in the game, right? The people are fucked up because they don't have game. It doesn't matter because who's in the – it does matter who's in the home. But what are the people in the home worth, though? That's what it's about. So, yes, it does start at home, but what the hell is the people at home talking about? What if the mom and daddy are suckers? So it's Mm. about game. That's the issue that's affecting the people. So that's why – excuse me – that's why uh, a black man or a man may take the approach when it comes to sex. Right? Because it ain't that mm-hmm. someone taught him about, okay, value yourself. Okay, what does that mean? It's much level of value. What do you mean when you tell me to value myself? And it, 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 it doesn't mean be a virgin either. Because I don't, it's not a problem if you're sleeping with high quality people. The problem is the people ain't high quality in their mating. That's the issue. Because you have billions of people in the world. People are fucking, so that's not the thing. The problem is it's not high-quality people mating with each other. Bigger than this, it starts at the home. People got to empty their cup and retrain the mind because at this point, it's about high science, real game. We in the age of Aquarius, allegedly, and that Piscean shit, that won't work now. So all them narratives that was that went with the analog age, you can't apply that shit for the digital age. So the kids need new frequency, new energy. You know what I'm saying? So when we talking to boys and we talking about intrinsic value like gold, gold value is not on the outside, it's on the inside, right? So when we tell a boy to have intrinsic value in that you ain't just a dick, you are a mind right? Your dick is going to do what your mind does. It's not the small dick that is in control. The small dick is only doing what the big mind is telling it to do. It's the mind. You know what I'm saying? It's the mind of the man that makes the dick great. It's the mind of a man that make him sleep with rats. How do I know? Because I was the rat champ. So when I talk, I'm talking from experience. This is not observation. I'm giving you testimony on my life and other men that I was affiliated with and we was laying up with anything as long as she was cute and we wasn't getting a return of it on investment. Many of them men have babies with women they can't stand. A lot of them children are dysfunctional. You don't even know if that woman is the same blood type as you, right? You don't know her family background. There's cancer and shit running her background. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about, man, somebody got to pay dues, especially when we're talking about having children. This is not about people's feelings. This is about elevating and get to the top. Curb them feelings and emotions for for brains. Use your brains when you're fucking. I don't give a damn if you fuck them in a week or two weeks. It's not about that. It's about it's about the again the intrinsic value. That's that's the word that I like to use, right? So we need to chill this thing of entitlement for women, she she deserves dick just because she is a woman. So that's going to kill her because, seriously, I, you can see a 50-year-old woman that used to be cute back in the day and she ain't got shit because her 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 beauty didn't, her beauty didn't uh, 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 carry over with her to her older life, right? Because, truthfully, women's beauty fades. As she get older. So when a man is running around giving all this free dick, all this trick, and all this attention, that is not stepping her shit up. That's not. It's killing her. 
we got to hold each other accountable. I expect great shit from you. You expect great shit from me. And sex is byproduct of us being the bomb. That's how that shit got to work. And it's not about the duration. It's not about time. It's about the frequency, the frequency that we're carrying. You know what I'm saying? We can't be game goofy no more. And it's bigger than just, oh, it starts in the home. I understand that narrative, but that's a Piscean analog way of looking at things. It's about the game. Because if the people in the home ain't got no motherfucking game, then the motherfucking babies ain't got no motherfucking game. That's where it starts. It's about the game. It's about the science. Let the squares go over there. We don't care about their opinion. We talking emperor status right here. So damn right women got to pay dues. Men too, but we ain't talking about men. But, yeah, women got to bring more to the table than motherfucking yoni. Okay, okay. So now I got to get to my question, uh, a comment, um, and bring in what you say in your blog about the game, because that's what you just finished talking about. It's about the game. So you say women don't value a man's dick. That means she doesn't value the man. A woman can be a low life, ooh, Lord have mercy, and still get dick offers. Still get dick offers from a thousand men, even though she isn't even worth it. I really got to breathe on that one because, um, you know, I see things a little bit different. I think we all have value. These are the list of women that don't deserve dick. Now, Brother Ken. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to, you know, share some of these ones that you wrote, and I'd like for you to expound on that. These are the list of the women mm-hmm. who don't deserve dick. Okay, tell us mm-hmm. about jobless women. Okay. <laughs> like, a lot of this, all we have to do is reverse it and look at it through a feminine eye. Women, oh, he ain't got no job. He ain't got no car. I can't fuck with him. So a woman... To be jobless and a man fuck with her, that's what I mean about men having no value. You feel me? Because it's okay for a man to slum. It's okay for a woman to not have shit and a man fuck her. But when we reverse it and be like, girl, he ain't got shit, right? It's okay for the woman to turn him down because he ain't got no job and he ain't got no motherfucking car, right? So goddamn right if she ain't got no job, if she ain't got no hustle, what am I going to do with a woman with no hustle, right? And I'm sitting up here looking at Barack. I'm sitting up here looking at Jay-Z. I'm looking at Floyd Mayweather. I'm looking at Byron Allen. I'm looking at Sheiks in Dubai, right? And I can sit on mm-hmm. my, I'm not, I'm not no Captain Sable, right? I'm not no trick. But it is some old niggas running around with them keys jiggling in that van. They going to save you, right? That ain't me, right? I know I'm the shit. I know I'm the bomb, right? I know I'm out here on my hustle, right? So, why wouldn't I require a woman with with that that same that same information that same skill set? It's see, it's not necessarily about is she making money because she can have a million dollar brain, but she just starting getting her uh, grinding from the bottom, going to the top. So she might have a low class job, but she might got an ill brain. It's not about that. But what is a jobless woman doing every day? Because if she's looking, trying to get money, that is a job. Right? If she's going in the library and studying every day, that's a job. Right? She's moving. So when I say a woman is jobless, that means she ain't doing nothing but a motherfucking weed head. And what the problem is, why 
people have a problem with me saying that is because this new age feminist shit where women that ain't shit get protected by other women. So she can be totally a lowlife and another woman will come to her fucking rescue. Man, I'm not with that. And I don't know about if everybody has value. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not, I, I don't know. We all have roles to play. I believe some people were born not to be shit. The reason why is because we have to practice, we have to apply the law of polarity and duality. So someone has to not be shit for me to be great. So they have a purpose. So, yeah, it is some low-life women, some jobless women, and they don't deserve the man's seat. I'm standing on that. All right, then tell us about dumb women. Dumb women. What's a dumb woman? A dumb woman is a woman that you're sitting up here and you can't talk to nothing about BET. You can't, you can't talk to – she gossips. She's, she gossips, right? She's talking about this person's man, this person's relationship – what am I going to do with a dumb woman and I consider myself a high-quality individual? And I did my 10,000 hours in terms of the game. So what am I going to do with a woman that's dumb as fuck? What am I going to do with her? What is she going to do for me? You know what I'm saying? What is she going to show me? And I, like I said, I did my 10,000 hours. When everybody was running around turning up, I had my face in the books. I was getting my shit together, right? So that knowledge all the money that I spent on my library, it's okay for me to go kick it with a woman that ain't got no motherfucking smarts, right? Come on, man. That's not cool. But, again, we go back to this. The man don't got no value. So it's okay for him to settle for bullshit because he ain't got no value. But if we reverse it, I always like to reverse it, a woman laying up with a dumb man. See, that's different because she'll lay up with a dumb man, but as long as he pays bills. But guess what? She'll be paying. She'll be laying up on him, right? And he's dumb as fuck, but he pays bills, but she'll be in my inbox trying to get the info. That's how that game works. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, I'm not co-signing no poverty. So if she's dumb as fuck and she ain't got no job, that all deals with equity. I'm not with it. All right, then. Um, all right, can we? <laughs> I know we've got some callers calling in, um, so we're going to come back to that. But I think you've given us an idea of um, – Things that you value, so let's let's some more on that list. I'm sorry, say that again. I said, with some more on that list, I'd love to get into that because it needs to be said. It was some more on that list. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, we're gonna get back to it. We're going to get back to it, but we got we got a few folks that um, want to come in to the conversation, so we're just going to let them in um, real quick. We have a caller from area code 773-447. We want to welcome you to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. If you can state your name and where you're calling from, welcome. Hi, I'm Asia Ingram. I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois. Peace, peace, Welcome. Peace, peace queen. Welcome. Yes. Um, so... I think this is a very productive and interesting conversation. I wanted to throw that out there first. I think that, number one, um, my biggest thing is that I think um, when talking about sex, especially with the younger generation, that it's important that we have the conversation together. And the previous remarks that we just heard in response to, you know, why you might not want to date a dumb woman or why you might not want to date a woman without a job, like, I think it's great that we have that perspective because I think oftentimes men don't understand that they are valuable. And so to to see themselves as a commodity and say, you know, hey, I'm not choosing because I want something better for myself is awesome. And I think that both men and women need to be taught those things, but I don't think we should ever 
separate that conversation because what becomes dangerous is that we generalize, like we generalize um, behavior. So, like in his example, the guy who was just previously speaking, he says that, oh, you know, I don't want a dumb woman because she might be gossiping. Okay, and so we go into these stigmas and stereotypes about what women's behavior might look like and. My problem in general with conversations about sex is that oftentimes perpetuate the same notions that we're seeing in terms of gender bias conversations anyway. And so you're perpetuating the same shame, the same hate, and the same fear for women to have sex and do things as it is. And so I just wanted to point that out. And then lastly, I wanted to say that, um, that you know, sex for a younger generation really comes down to, to what the young man was saying previously, that it, connection is important. So it's not necessarily about intellectual ability, but intellectual desire. Yeah, are you guys trying to, you know, get to the same spot? Are you busy? You should be productive. Those things are definitely true, and you want your partner to have those things. I just think that in a conversation with our youth, it's important to watch your words and to watch the notions and stigmas that you're, you're, you're yeah, you're perpetuating and you're, you're creating a binary, a gender binary that this generation does not adhere to. And so that was where my thoughts. Mm. Well, thank you so much for, for calling tonight. I'm sorry, what was your name, honey? It's Asia, Asia Ingram. Asia. Asia. Okay, Asia. Oh, All right, Asia. Blessings <laughs> to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart. Um, and we appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So, so yeah, Ken, so we were talking about, you know, um, earlier, you know, the pro- program our children, and we're, we're parents, and, um, and so how do we go about being the change that we want to see? You know, we're having this conversation, but, you know, as parents, as people that are out in the community, what can we do to instill this greatness when it comes to sex, you know, um, with, with our youth, with our children? Well, we got re- to reset what we think morality is, right? Okay. We got to reset. Mm-hmm. We're in, we in the analog age. That old-time okay. morality won't work for us because clearly people that are running the world don't go off the same moral system or moral code that we have, and they stay in power. It hasn't been an earthquake to take down municipalities. It hasn't been strong winged us to fuck up the White House. It hasn't been a huge solar flare to ruin these people. So clearly something they are doing is correctly, and clearly what we are doing is wrong. And I think it's this weird ideal about morals or whatever. Now, we have to come with ideals that fit the digital age and not be so analog and not be so archaic. Now, when we're talking about mating and we're talking about the youth, we have to start talking power and not be afraid to talk power, right? Usually we use the least of us as the template, the junkie, the fiend, the broken, the man, I can't be our conversation all the time. Eventually we got to understand that a junkie's going to be a goddamn junkie and let them go be junkies. That's, that's them. But the people that are trying, that get it, need to mate with each other. The smart dude needs to mate with the smart woman. The tall dude needs to mate with the tall woman. It's a science. It's a science to to this mating shit. So that's one thing we want to talk about when we're talking to the youth. we got to start talking power, right? It's not about being good people. I tell my son all the time, I don't give a damn if you're an asshole. As long as you're smart and you out here getting it, you can be an asshole all you want. 
when we think it's about being good people, just be a better person. And if you notice ancient people, they didn't leave documents about being better people. It was documents about death, documents about power. It was not about being a kind fucking person. I'm not kind. I'm fair, but I'm not kind. I'm not, uh, if you go to the etymology of the word nice, it's, it's rooted in stupid, right? Black people in general always want to be nice. So when we talk about topics like these, we want to jump back into morality. And that's fine for those people, but not for me. So when I'm talking about a man, when I'm talking about a man make a woman pay dues, it's based on power because I'm only talking about a certain type of man with a certain type of taste, with a certain type of skill set, with a certain type of mind, and a certain type of ability. And I want him to mate with a particular woman that has a certain type of taste, certain type of ability, certain type of mind, certain type of frame, framework, certain type of uh, mental and genetic hardwiring, because we want to produce great, powerful people. Not poverty people, not junkie people, not lames, weak. We're done with that. We need a new stock, new stock of people hardwired for new, I uh, 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 hardwired for for new paradigms, right? So when I'm giving off game and I'm saying like that, and I'm using these converse, these topics, it's for a reason, for a certain type of person, ownership, power. When you in your city and you look at skyscrapers, and if you look at look if you look like me, do you know no one that looks like you is building that shit? Why? Because we're focused on morality, focused on being good people, focused on just the lamest, weakest shit. I'm not the person that uses the our weak as a template. I'm talking about Attila the Hun. I'm talking about Genghis Khan. I'm talking about Hitler. I'm talking about Napoleon. I'm talking about fucking conquerors. Miss me with the weak shit. And it goes to the mating. Because number one, if you don't understand your enemy's sexual habits, you don't understand your enemy. So if our sexual habits is only poverty and we're only mating and having sex energy exchange with weak motherfuckers, no wonder we talk the way we talk. No wonder we talk always from a debt and a trespass state of mind. My confidence is on a thousand. So the same, the same confidence and asshole shit you may see Donald Trump with, I have that same thing when it comes to this melanated brown man shit. Because I've been on the other mm-hmm. side of low self-esteem, depression. I've been on the side of poverty, lack, debt being insecure, not having value, being uncertain. I know exactly what that's like, and it comes with no fucking return, and I refuse to go back there, right? So when I had to heal myself, physician heal thyself, and I took it upon myself to level myself up, now I look like, yo, wait a minute, baby girl has to have a little more than a fat ass. And again, it's not the time. It's not, oh, you got to court her for two years. If that's what you choose, that's fine, but it's more than that. It's the substance of the woman, the substance. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that many men are having babies and laying down with women that don't have no motherfucking substance, but because of feminism and because of you have to be kind to everyone and say everyone is great and say, every, man, that's new age shit. Call a spade a spade. Some of these women ain't motherfucking shit. And I will say it, and a lot of these men lay up with them. 
I did it, you never catch me doing it again. Ooh, so Ken, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay, so now the science and the game. But you, you know, since the beginning of time, Ken, people have been getting together and mating because they love. They find love with one another. They find someone that touches their heart, that makes it go pitter-patter. And, and, uh, you know, they look at that person, that woman, and says, I'm going to marry that woman. She's going to be the mother of my children because that love. So it sounds to me like you've taken love out totally out of the picture, totally out of the game, and you've made it this scientific thing. So is love anywhere in here? Is that kind of, is that old, you know, chaotic stuff, love, just for the sake of love? Well, I don't see love linear. I see it a little different. I have love tattooed on my face, so I'm definitely a love. I'm down with love, right? I'm down with love. But we also have to put everything in context. The way we love is based on playwrights. It's based on Shakespearean ideals of Romeo and Juliet. Typically, people made it for resources. That's why you had arranged marriages. That wasn't about love. That was about tribes uniting with each other and mating for common goals, right, common interests. It, the reason why we mate for love is because of capitalism. We have so much shit that we're in a position to actually mate because we love someone. If it wasn't for capitalism, we would, make our, we would base our mating off ability and we would base our mating off resources. We are allowed to mate like this because we have the most shit. So I definitely want to make that clear. It's not people haven't been mating love for thousands of years. People have been mating love of, of resources, right? So now when we look at love, love is not necessarily, um, yeah, it's about connection, but the connection with sex is to manifest shit from the unseen into the seen. Now, I can do that with love mm, or without mm. love. It's about using that pussy to use that shit as a stargate and to manifest shit, both of them, right? Using that orgasm to, to get power. It's all about power. Mm. Yeah, we can do it for love. Look, you're going to love this motherfucker more when y'all moving. You love people <laughs> more when you eat with them. When y'all eat together, y'all got a reason to love each other. Guess what? The majority of divorces happen because there ain't no fucking finances. So the money is ruining the relationship. These people may get along otherwise, but it's the bread that's fucking the relationship up. So it ain't love. Love, we get love from plays and shows and narratives and the Barbie's dream house. Oh, I want to find my Prince Charming. That's based on capitalism, and that's based mm. on weird fucking ideals. But people that have power don't mate like that. They mate from the neck up. That's what I'm talking about, right? There has to be an underclass. I get it. I'm not one of those thinkers, though. You know what I'm saying? So I'm talking about using, uh, having your head a thousand years in the past and looking a thousand mm. years in the future. Okay, so when we're mating, this shit is a science. This shit is about game. Love comes later, right? 
And, again, I can't blame the people because that's what we were taught. A lot of us came up in Christian dynamics, so it's all about love, love, love. But that fucking Old Testament is about war, war, war. And we want to avoid that cold shit because, again, we're still trying we're still trying to be good people. We think it's all about being good people. No, be real, be solid, be fair. A king is not fucking good. He's indifferent depending on the situation. That's what I'm talking about, right? So when I'm talking about this mating, we have to redefine what love is. We never even defined it. Because you get 10 people, it's going to mean two, 10 different things. So that, that's how we know there is no fact of love. If everybody can give a different description of it. But one thing I can tell you, everybody will agree, if you jump out of a plane with, without a parachute, motherfuckers is going to fall. Right? Everyone can agree with that, but not everyone could, could agree with exactly what love is. So now we're talking just weird concepts based on media and narratives. I'm not with that shit. I'm about power, I'm about us getting something, and I'm about mating with someone that can help you get some shit and get somewhere in life. We'll put the morality, the Piscean analog form of morality, to the side for this new motherfucking game, this game is sold, not told game, this upgrade shit, so we can put our heads together and eat well, because it's not about fucking poverty. So when I'm telling men to, yo, you need to vet that woman before you fuck her. It's about power. Because even if you don't stay with that woman, if she's a powerful woman, if she has intrinsic value, that shit is going to bleed over to you. Look, I just be wanting to drop the mic after, <laughs> after he's done. So uh, another caller that wants to chime in. But, Z, before I bring the other caller in, did you want to comment after um, what Kendra said? Well, I... Girl, I'm just, you know, Ken always leaves me speechless. So I don't even know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I'm, like, I'm gonna give you a minute to, I'm gonna give you a minute to yeah. think about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did want to, you, you know, I know we want to get back to, because uh, he said he wanted to go back down his list of the game. So let's bring that caller in, and then he, and then I'll come back to that conversation mm-hmm. with him where he's talking about the game and the list of women that don't deserve it. All right, so Carl, we're about to bring you in, um, area code 303-434. We want to welcome you to a Let's Talk Love Sexual Nutrition. If you can state your name and where you're calling from, welcome. Yeah, I'm Jason. I'm calling from Denver. Welcome, can you hear me? Jason. Hey, yes, Jason. I can. We can hear you. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, um, I wanted to say something to the um, to the mating thing you know, to the um, mating for love in terms of versus mating for resources. So you can think like, just think of like the, in the U.S., like black people have been mating for love for the last hundred years, and look where black people are at on the food chain. <laughs> but then but then reverse back to a thousand years ago, black people made it based off of matches. Like, can your son add on to my son? Can your Can your son add on yeah. to my family? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to now, you get with somebody, mm-hmm. you've been with them for two years. You don't know, no, you don't know their dad. You don't know their mom. Their their dad could have been a pedophile. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But you love right. this person. You know what I mean? So you gotta mm-hmm. like me personally. I'm not really a big lovey mushy type of person. I mean, I don't have anything against it, but 
and that doesn't really do anything for me where I'm trying to get in life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So saying to the to the sisters though, you know, like for the young girls, gotta stop pushing the young girls just to be somebody's wife. That's not good mm-hmm. enough. You ain't gonna be great just being somebody's wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if your daughter doesn't get married, that's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? But people are caught up in the um everybody's caught up in the um the Snow White, you know, the, the having the prince save them, you know, and and that it just doesn't add up to what we're going through right now. So we're going to have to change at least like everybody's not going to get on the same page, but we're going to have to change how we reproduce. We're going to have to change that. Yeah. That's yeah, number exactly. one. Wow. That's mm-hmm. number one because if you if you are a you are a man and you you deal with women who, like me personally, I don't deal with women that cannot add on to my life. I don't care how good they look. I don't it, the sex. It doesn't. I, I won't even have sex with them if I can't see a benefit from them. Mm-hmm. And that might be harsh, but it's just what it is. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's no reason. I've had a lot. I've had a lot of sex in my life. So there's not really anything any of these women are going to do that I haven't done. Mm-hmm. So, in in that case. Why would I have sex with you just because you're pretty? Nah, that's not good enough. It does not add to my life. It doesn't get me any further. It actually is going to slow me down because I might start liking you. Mm. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's just like you just got to think of things. And, and the mating has to go in line with what you want to be. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you feel like, like if you feel like you want to buy land in Africa, you can't get with a woman who is scared to go to Africa but she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Like you, you just have to, you have to, everything has to line up. Everybody that you choose to bring into your life has mm-hmm. to be in line with where you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. And and the mating thing has to line up with that. People, mm-hmm. people think that people get into relationships and they like romantic relationships. I don't even, I don't even treat women differently. All women, I treat them the same. I, I don't. I'm not trying to have sex with any of them. I have a woman I deal with, but I just when I when I meet them, everything is like it's a friendship. It's just like you're a dude, you know. Like a lot of women, just want, and they can talk to. Doesn't have to be anything sexual. So everything that you everything that you're doing, you know, when you bring people into your life, whether it's relationships, you know, whether it's intimate relationships, whatever, you just gotta. Everything has to be in line with what you, where you're trying to go, and and the love thing. A lot of times, like you know. At least they painted in the movies. It just doesn't work. But that's all. I'm gonna let y'all go for. Let me let me uh, let me add on to wow. let me add on to what the bro said. And he got a solid point. Now the problem is why when people hear that they're like, oh my god, right? They can't believe that he would say something like that. Like, yo, I'm not having sex with a woman that can't benefit my life. Understand? Mm-hmm. You, all I got to do is get a group of men and ask them their body count and ask them, what do you have to show for the sex? Now, a lot of the time, women got something to show for sex, a car, because I encourage women to fuck for shit, right? Because <laughs> it's always a sucker running around. And if you mm-hmm. come across a sucker, you should peel that motherfucker's pockets. I don't give a damn, right? So if you're going to suck fuck, let him put in your ass, swallow, do all that shit, goddamn, you better get a trip to do buy out this motherfucker, so I encourage that, but I also encourage the same thing for God. So what he just said, why would people look at it like, damn, I can't believe he's saying that, because a lot of men don't have shit to show for their sex but a motherfucking child support, and that ain't, that's, that will not suffice right now. 
fuck that. We can't go out like that. The only thing, we cannot have child support as the only return on investment that we have for having sex. I'm not with that shit. You know what I'm saying? I have one child because I mate with the son for, for a reason, right? I look at a woman's hand-eye coordination. I look at the height of the woman, right, because there's a certain standard height for a woman politically that matters, right? So when we're talking five, six, and up, that height right there politically is what matters. Tall women represent power, right? This is a science I'm talking about, you know, what kind of shelf life does this woman have? Meaning, does sickness run in her family? Who's she gonna, how's she going to look at 50? You know what I'm saying? If I need to run right now, can she run with me? You know what I'm saying? So all that shit matters because it's about shelf life. It's a science. This is game. You know what I'm saying? So like he said, black people have been mating for love because we've been trying to be good people. What? Where does it get us? Now, let me ask the women a question. If you've been mating with uh, a, a power-minded man, military-minded man, a man that's firm, a man that has structure, a man that has vision, if the police kill your fucking son, you will not go on national TV talking about you forgive your enemies. That's that mating for love shit. That's what that gets you. That's that weak, old-time, analog, Piscean, Negro shit. But people that fuck with the game... You'll never say something like that. First of all, you're going to sue the shit out of them for a billion dollars, and then you're going to find a way to sabotage their ass. That's how we got to think because we're talking about power. We're talking about levels, right? We're talking about really living the life that we were supposed to live when we got here, not taking no fucking losses, not being no goddamn peasants. Why is that the standard of black life? The only thing we can talk about and relate to is fucking trauma. I'm not with that. And it starts with the mating. It starts with the mating. It starts with who you laying up with, having sex with. Yeah, a person can be cool. But what does it look like after y'all done fucking and y'all laying in that bed? What's the conversation like? What's the conversation like? You got credit? Can we do a business line? Can we start a business together? We sleeping together, but can we eat together? Can we do anything outside of sex? Well, God damn it, if not, I'll save more time, more energy, and more money just going to X videos and, and rubbing one out. Well, Zim, <laughs> and Carla, I want to thank you for um, for calling yes. in. And, um, thank you, and Jason. Thank, thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank really, you. really wonderful insight from the brother, and we do appreciate him. Uh, you know, this I'm just I'm just being real. This is a new conversation for me, Ken. This is just new. Um, it's not something that, that I have really heard before in in the way that you are expressing it, and. Um, you know, I really see some good points in it. I absolutely do. I see where you're coming from. And, you know, young people your age and up having that kind of mindset, you know, I absolutely am uh, is right on with that. You know, you, you talked about the intentionality in your lovemaking or in your, you know, in your mating, you know, the intentionality of when you're having those orgasms and you set your intention to create something from that. You know, that is so powerful. 
and instead of just trying to go after that pleasure, go after that nut, you're actually setting the intention with that mate that you have chosen for all the reasons that you just talked about to create what where you're going to move on to, how you're going to have this better life. You know, because like you said, you know, poverty is not the, the game anymore. You know, it's time out for that. And, you know, we're doing a lot of things in our society, in our spiritual communities to raise ourselves up from that. And because there is so much sex going on there, because people are still fucking, they can do that with intention to create something better for themselves. So I am absolutely in agreement and alignment with that. Wow, we are almost, we only have 10 minutes left. And, Ken, I did want to get back to uh, what you were saying. You know, we're game number 3.0. You say yeah. there are amazing women in the world that speak your language. Why settle mm-hmm. for a peasant? Mm-hmm. Why settle for a peasant? So this is what you're saying to the brothers. Um, mm-hmm. You talk about women in bad health, but you also earlier in your blog talk about men and making sure that their health is up. Obviously, you're very passionate about that, you know, keeping your health up, eating good food, uh, you know, making sure that you stay um you know, stay healthy and doing the right things for yourself. And you want a woman that has the same thing. You know, you don't. You want to look into the background. I think that's a really good idea. You know, do you have things going on in in your background? So that's that's always something to consider. But you also say women that are always the victim. Yeah. Mhm. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, it's money and being the victim. It's a lot of money being the victim. Being the trauma woman, oh, I was raped. I don't negate, I don't diminish that. But there's things in place that can help somebody with that. Uh, oh, my boyfriend treated me wrong. Or just if you have a disagreement, automatic, we have the feminism ideal, the misogyny ideal. You can't even say shit now. You can't even have a fucking opinion. You can't say anything because people are so goddamn sensitive, right? So, that victim mindset is based on welfare consciousness. It's based on entitlement. It's based on basically, especially in our community, we can only see things from a victim lens. If I tell you, you know what, yo, we about to open up a motherfucking bank, you know what somebody tell me? Oh, man, I don't know, man, they just going to fuck it up. Who is the they? The boogeyman, right? If I tell you we're going to do something amazing, you know what people will rebuttal me? They'll say, they'll give me every reason why we can't. It's the victim. Oh, they did this to us. They did this to us. Now, it's so crazy because when you hear these niggas talk about the they, the white man that they're referring to, right, they forget that this motherfucker's a human being, a human. So unless he has some help from an extraterrestrial source, then this is based on basic problem solving. Okay, we have some issues that we uh, of a wealth distribution because that's what this shit is about, and wealth is energy, right? So we having issues with a person doing things to us, and we know about it, but we can't do anything about it. Now, to me, that doesn't sound like to victim. That sounds like a bunch of millions of retards. So I don't, I don't associate myself with Negro retards. These motherfuckers are retarded. Right? Because mm-hmm. you got one person using their mind to fuck you up, and you can't use your mind to reverse the, the dynamic. So that's stupid. So the victim shit in our women, 
really comes from the men because it's the men running around talking about white supremacy, so the women talk about it. It's the men that are passing off this shit to the women, and the women are buying into it, and now they're becoming victims. So now you have a bunch of emotional people. It's all based on how I fucking feel. No one gives a shit about your feelings. I'm always, I always have to apologize for being non-emotional. Why? I just use my emotions in the right place. You want to know the place? I use my emotions for the environment. I use my emotions so serendipity can happen. I use my Mm -hmm. emotions as a compass to always know where to go. I've never been in a car accident. Why? Because I use my emotions and my senses to direct me Mm -hmm. correctly. I'm not going to get killed by police. Why? Because I'm going to use my emotions to always navigate me to high-frequency areas. That's not going to happen to me because I use my emotions on the outside of my body, not the fucking inside. It's different. Ooh. So the, yes. these victims, these victims mm-hmm. are rooted in entitlement and goddamn emotion. So that's why they're wow. victims. I'm not. I wow. am not with it. They can catch up with their own kind. Me. That's the difference between me. I don't think all brown people are my fucking people. <laughs> Just because we share the same skin tone, you are not my people. There is no way for me to judge by your regalia, by your tattoos, by anything if you're my people. You're my people based on common interests and common goals and a destination. That makes you my people. If you are not part of my tribe and if you ain't dealing with the game, then I am just like a lion in nature. Whatever happens to you, I have no fucking feeling to it. You are a stranger. You are not my people. You are not part of my past, so I don't fuck with the victims. Because I've been a victim, and anybody that removed themselves from me, they was working in bounds. Mm-hmm. They were working in bounds. Mm-hmm. They should have removed themselves from me because I was fucking toxic. I know who mm-hmm. I was. I wasn't bringing shit to the table but emotional trauma and mommy issues. And if they removed themselves from me, I cannot take that personal. They should have because I wasn't bringing shit to the table but bad fucking memories that I can't purge. So that victim woman, she could catch up with a victim nigga. <laughs> All right, Ken. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, Ken, we are we got a, a couple more minutes left in the show, and we're gonna bring one more caller in. And um, wow, and, and Sam, I just want to also let you know that Ken, he will be back. Um, so we're gonna have some more of him. So I know. You know, again, you know, the conversation is good, and uh, we want to thank the, the fam for participating with us this evening. We're going to bring someone else in, but, um, yeah, Ken, you, you will be back, right? Oh, of course, man. Let's do it. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. So we're about to bring another caller in, area code 443-768. We want to welcome you to a Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. If you can state your name and where you're calling from. I want to say welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi, it's Peace Constance. and blessings, hey, Queen. <laughs> hey. Hi. What's going on? So, Ken, I just want to say I love this topic, and I'm around people every day. I have my own business and talking to people, single women, married women. I always say the same thing you were saying about mating. So keep up the work. Spread the word. I am a firm believer that we definitely need to know our blood types and what we're getting into with people 
and I agree with what you're saying. So, good work. What's your business? Um, I do skincare, facials. I have a product line. I'll promote that shit. Yeah, ConstanceGlow.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Constance, ConstanceGlow.com? ConstanceGlow.com, yes. All right, I'm going to plug you real quick. Make sure y'all go to ConstanceGlow.com if you want to get your facial right, right? Because we know you were slumming through the whole summer. You had nothing but black holes and pimples on your face. But we want to make sure going into the winter you got clear skin. So make sure you go to ConstanceGlow.com. Yes, thank you, Ken. You need to come get you a facial. I got you. Look, and I can vouch for because she look because I got her products all up in my home. I use them for my on my face and my daughter. So yes, Donnie, thank you for calling in this evening yes. and um and sharing with us and um and we welcome you back. Thank you. Yes, right. thank you. We look forward to you coming back again. Peace, peace. And coming to get that facial girl because I yeah I, I need one. <laughs> and she does waxing. <laughs> Oh, all right. Oh, wow. Me and Ken. Mm. Ken, Ken, Ken. Brother, we love you so much. I'm just saying, uh, you know, you just always leave us speechless and, 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 and knowing that we have much more to think about and to do to, uh, mm-hmm. to move ourselves mm-hmm. forward. So we will come so back before. again, Ken. You will come back and and keep us motivated in a direction of purpose and, you know, really teaching us some new things. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Vonnie, I know we're almost at the end, so I'm going to let you go do your thing, boo. And I just All right, well, I just, family. Yes, yes. And then, Kim, I also want, Ken, I want to um, tell the family, you know, to how they can stay connected with you and with the work that you're doing here. Oh, the game is sold, not told, dot com is my email. The Game is Sold Not right. Told um, Facebook page. Go and like that. You can also hit me up, 602-586-9164. Hit me up. You know what I'm saying? I do game coaching. I don't do life coaching. Mm-hmm. I do game coaching. So I'm going to tell you the real. Now, my met the way that I deliver it is hard, so it affects you. But I mean well because I really want mm-hmm. us to go to another level. So it sounds mm-hmm. like I'm hard. It sounds like I don't care. I'm just not with the fuck shit. Right? <clears throat> so if I right. had to get out of my way, if I had to get out of my way, I'm damn sure not going to let nobody else be in my way. So that's why I deliver that message. But men and women, it doesn't matter. You can hit me up, game coaching. It's not free, but I'm not going to break you, but you definitely going to pay me for my information, and just like I would pay you. So if you don't got money, I take buddy passes too. So if you don't got buddy passes, I take hotel hookups too. I am a hustler, so <laughs> your payment doesn't necessarily have to be money, but you do got to pay to hit my phone because you're not just going to call me and dump on me and leave me exhausted. We have to have equal exchange. Fair exchange ain't no robbery. All right, so, all right. So we got less than 60 seconds left, Ken. What would you say, honey? The game is sold, not told, dot com. They, they can subscribe. All right. All right, family, so there you heard it. 
from the man himself, Chris. Ken, look, I want to combine your name. I was going to call you Chris, but Ken Brisbane um, with us tonight on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. And Ken, I want to thank you so, so very much for um, for being in our space and our company tonight. Um, and again, he's going to be back on the show with us next month. And you're going to see and hear more of him. And we also want to say, Sam, that this is our anniversary month. So we are very um, ecstatic and excited about that. And we have some exciting things planned for you and the family as well. So, again, this is Bonnie, your sexual wellness coach, along with. I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast. I just love saying that. And just want to say thank you so much. We love you all for being here with us. Keep coming back. Share, share, share. Uh, When we post this up, please post it out. Send it out to your friends because we want everybody to go back and give Ken some love. I'm going to send you some love, Ken. I know you're not into the love thing, but I want people to send you some love for your... Oh, I'm not into the love. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely oh, into he's the down love. So much love, because that's exactly who you are, and we appreciate you so, so much. Keep doing what you're doing, my brother. Back to you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right, now. All right, family. We'll see you next week, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Have a wonderful, 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 and blessed weekend. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.